Good morning, good morning, Rabotai. Chodesh Tov. Breakfast is sponsored by Ezra Eni in honor of his wife Betty and the birth of their baby boy, Mabruk Mazaltov. Breakfast is sponsored by Michelle and Joseph Safra in honor of Rosh Chodesh Adar Bet. Uh, for the complete refuah of Gabi Batester and Yaqub Safra. Breakfast is also sponsored in loving memory of Raya Abayev, Alea Shalom. Lilui Nishmat Rahel Raya Batsara, Alea Shalom. Sponsored by her son, Jonathan Mavashev. Ruach Hashem Tenichena Began Eden. Rabotai, we discussed in this week's parasha an amazing moment. A moment where Moshe Rabbeinu comes to a little boy. How old is Bissalel? He's a bar mitzvah boy. He's a little kid. Now Hashem gives him this unbelievable outpouring of wisdom. So he has this divine storehouses of wisdom, this guy. But he's a kid. End of the day, he's a kid. Moshe Rabbeinu says to this little kid, this is how you should build a mishkan. And, and the kid answers back, Bitzalel ben Uri ben Churi answers back. Moshe Rabbeinu, he says, are you sure? Maybe HaKadosh Baruch Hu said to you like this, because does anyone build uh, a, 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 a vessels of a house and then a house? You know, where are you going to put the vessels? And Moshe Rabbeinu says, that's exactly what Hashem told me, exactly as you said, Shema Betzel El Haita. Now I want to quote a pasuk in Kohelet, which to me personifies this exact moment, this exact exchange. In Kohelet Shilomo HaMelech says, Ve'amarti ani, And I said to myself, Tova Greater is wisdom than strength. You know, a lot of times, I think all of us maybe, if we were corrected by a little child in front of other people, what would our response be? We would say to the kid, have some respect. You know, don't question me. In fact, sometimes we'll even push back and do the wrong thing in order to protect our honor. But... Kohelet teaches, Better is wisdom, <clears throat> better is wisdom than givura. And what does the Mishnah say about a chokhmah? What is a chokh, What is a chacham? Halomed mikol adam. If the person is another person, it doesn't make a difference how old, how smart, how religious, how not. The only person who could carry that word chacham is someone who's willing to learn from everybody. So when Moshe Rabbeinu says, he hears this child rebuking him, he's so pure. It's so not about some sort of uh, ego trip or givurao, feeling powerful. He doesn't feel emasculated or disempowered by a child saying, this is really the right thing, Rabbi. And he actually responds. We find the same thing with Yitro. Yitro was a ger, he was a convert. He only converted three minutes ago. He's already telling Moshe Rabbeinu how to run the whole nation. Not only that, by the way, he's also his in-laws. Again, it's not easy taking sometimes... Uh, advice on how to run your house from your in-laws. Never mind on something which is your business. Your father-in-law, your mother-in-law says, listen, you know, uh, I'm thinking maybe you should invest in uh, Bitcoin. You know, and you say, uh, you know what, uh, um, I think your experience maybe doesn't stretch to this thing. I've been studying this, working on this my whole life. But a chacham is willing to, to take pause and say, well, let me see if there's any wisdom in the words that the person is saying. So number one, a person who is a Baal Emunah, who has Emunah, also knows that sometimes they were sent that comment by HaKadosh Baruch Hu and not by this person. And maybe God was kind of giving you a message that you needed to hear. And don't get so caught up in who the messenger is. Instead, maybe one person should think, well, maybe there's a message here that I'm supposed to be, I'm supposed to be hearing. Rabotai, I want to share with you something that I thought was very, very powerful. In this Pasuk on Mishleh, 
It says in the Mishleh, in the same Pasuk, at the end of that Pasuk, it's in Perek Tet, um, Pasuk Tet Zayim. He says, he carries on and he says, V'chokhmat ha-misken, where are we? V'chokhmat ha-misken bizuya. And the chokhmah of someone who's a miskin, bizuya, is, uh, is embarrassed, it's nothing, it's, it's downtrodden. And the Sifarim ask, what does that mean? Just because someone is a miskin, he doesn't have a parnasa, he doesn't have nice clothes, you're going to discount his wisdom? The opposite, if anything, what should we be taking from this? We should be taking the idea that you should learn from everybody. So what is the pasuk in one line to the next? First it tells you that chokhmah is better than givura. Then it tells you that the chokhmah of someone who's a miskan, who's a hazik case, you know, is bizuya, is, is to be derided, is to be uh, uh, looked down upon. So the Sifarim, Rev Yaakov Galinsky, brings an unbelievable concept. He says, we're not talking about someone who's a miskan in the terminologies that we would use a miskan. Because what we consider a miskan, a hazik case, the Torah doesn't consider a hazik case. The Torah considers maybe that person is very elevated. So listen to this. Uh, Rabbi Akiva, when he became the biggest tzaddik, the biggest leader of his generation, he was sleeping on, on straw on the floor. Because his, his father-in-law said to him, if this is what you're going to do, you're going to marry this guy, I'm cutting you out of the will, I'm cutting you out. They had nothing. But would anyone have said about Rabbi Akiva that he was a miskin? Of course not. So chokhmat miskin bizuya, it doesn't mean the chokhmat of someone that you, you think is hazi. Chokhmat miskin, the sifarim say, is someone who is inherently a hazi case. What does that mean? That he's going and teaching about lotatim mishpat, about bending the law for the rich or the powerful, uh, you know, or someone that he likes, and then he actually goes and does it. He tells people, you know, to be careful with Shabbat, and then he himself is not careful with Shabbat. That's a chokhmat miskin. Why is he a miskin? Hazit, the guy knows. And look, he's so weak that he can't actually fulfill that which he knows. And I think that now we realize how the pasuk continues. We start over and we say, chokhmah, wisdom is better than strength. However, but what about the chokhmah of a miskin? A guy who knows the right thing, but he keeps making the same silly mistakes. Making the same problem like this with women, or making the same problem like this with, with business. And every time he tries to fight the fight against the Yesara and he can't. Chokhmat misken bizuya. Why does that happen? They tell a story about a, a poor guy in Poland. He walking, he's walking down the street, you know, killing himself in the coldest winter to make a couple of, uh, a couple of zloty or whatever it is, the, the, the currency that they have uh, in Poland. <clears throat> He sees a Jew sitting there, and the guy has got a handful of money. He says, where did you make all this money from? Maybe I could get in on the job. He said, this is not a job. He says, I don't have a job. But this building right here behind me is the biggest shul in, uh, in, Pol in Poland. You have hundreds and hundreds of people come. I stick out my hand, and I say, in Yiddish, I say, Yidin, you know, health, health, health anoni, health, you know, help a poor man. Rachmanim b'nei Rachmanim, he would say in, in his uh, expression. You know, merciful ones, the son of merciful ones. You know, hell, help a poor man. This guy, you know what, he said, look, I could uh, learn four or five words in Yiddish. I could do the same thing. So he finds another huge shul. He goes outside and he screams from the morning till the night. You know, Yidin, Rachmanim b'nei Rachmanim. <laughs> you know, 
Hellfire, hellfire, and he go help a poor man. And you know what? Unbelievable. He sees in his hands, he's getting the same amount. He gets that day, comes home, three, four dollars, five dollars. He's got enough to be able to put, to put some food together. Everything is wonderful until he sees the next day he's walking home and he sees in front of one of the other shuls, there's a guy there in his hand. Not only does he have a couple of dollars, he has a $10 bill. He goes up to the guy, he says, someone gave you a $10 bill. How'd they give you so much money? The guy says, look, you know, um, I, uh, what's it called? I'm a convert. And you know, these Jewish people, they feel bad because I'm a convert. You know, that, you know they, I joined the religion, so they give me a little bit extra. The guy says, oh, fantastic. The next day, he goes back to the same spot running the shul. He says, Yidin, Rachmanim b'nei Rachmanim. Help Fanani, help a poor man. Help Fager, help a, 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 you know, a convert. And he sees, amazing. The people, they do, they feel bad. They help him out. The guy doesn't know anybody. They give him a couple, ten, the guy comes home this time, ten, fifteen dollars. He's rolling, he's unbelievable. Until he passes another shul. And he sees a guy, not with ten dollars in his hand but with a $20 bill. He says, $20 bill? How'd you get a 20? The guy says, well, you know, I happen to be a, a, an anical, a great-grandson of the Baal Shem Tov on one side and on the other side of the Noam Elimelech. So my, you know, my, my father's from the Baal Shem Tov, my mother's from the Noam Elimelech. People here that have such a, a wonderful, you know, yichus. I come from these great Sadiqim. They think, Hazit, this guy, grandson of Sadiqim, we gotta help him. The guy says, brilliant. The next morning, he goes back to the shul. He says, Yidin! Rachmanim b'nei Rachmanim! Help Help a poor man! Help a convert who is also the grandson of the Baal Shem Tov from his father's side and the Noam Elimelech on his mother's side. They don't give him a dime. The guy don't understand. He's got the killer combo. He's the trifecta. The poor guy, the gad, and the sons of Tzadikim. They don't give him a dime. <clears throat> says Rav Yaakov Galinsky, unbelievable. He says that um, the reason why they didn't give him a dime is because his stories didn't make sense. You can't be a gad and also be the grandson of the Baal Shem Tov and the Noam and the The Pasuk says, Chochmat misken bezuyah. You can't be the Tamil Chacham, the Sadiq, and also be the Rasha. You can't be the person that's coming to shul and doing the right thing and then walking out of the shul and doing something that's exactly the opposite. You have to have the congruence in your life that the different parts of your life match. Every single day we say in the Shema, Vishinantam Levanecha. Now you're going to teach your kids, it says. Vishinantam Levanecha. Now, what should the next words be? It shouldn't be Vidi Baratavam and you will speak them. As you sit in your house, and as you go, and as you wake, and as you go to sleep. Because we started off by saying you're going to teach your kids. It should say, You teach your kids. And they will speak in it. As they sit in their houses. And when they go in their ways. You know, because it says that you're teaching the kids. The Chachamim explains so beautifully. You want to teach your kids and you want them to pick something up. It's not enough that you taught them. And then they'll go on and they'll speak the words of Torah. And then they'll take it with them when they go. And then they'll go and take it with them as they travel, when they wake up and when they go to sleep. In order for you to teach your children, they need to see you studying. And they need to see you wake up in the morning and go to shul. They need to see you at night go out to learn a little class every once in a while. They need to see you pick up a sefer. They need to see you do all these things. So if you want Vishinata Libanecha, then you know what the biggest problem is? It's very easy to teach students. It's much harder to teach children, your children. You know why? 
because your students don't come home with you. The students, you can look very sharp, wow, the rabbi, wow, this guy is unbelievable. Speaks Torah, only speaks Torah, only, only. You don't have to do anything else. Because they see you in the shul, this rabbi, 100% Sadiq. Only the only thing Rabbi Fahi does, he prays and then he teaches Torah. Unbelievable. Half the days, I don't even see him eat breakfast. You don't realize, you leave, then I eat breakfast. Then I go home and I watch a game. <laughs> Come on. Right? So it's great. You fool all the students, and then what, what do your kids see? That's on tape. No problem. What do you, the kids see? That's called congruence, by the way, Mark. That's called congruence. Putting it on the tape. Letting people know that you're, you're a real person. You know what? Maybe one day, one day I'll be such a Sadiq that I will learn Torah nonstop, and I'll pray nonstop, and I'll be 100% with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And no Hatzilachem, only Hatzilachem. One day. But until the such point, what am I going to teach my kids? Could you imagine I came home and taught my kids? Football game is Asur. Never allowed to watch sports. Bitul Torah. But then they see me watching. The, but why are you watching? Oh, it's only the highlights. I didn't give three hours to it. I only gave 10 minutes. Oh, okay, so 10 minutes I could watch. You can't tell them to do. You can't tell them to do what you're doing. And you know what? And your kids see everything. Even the things that you don't think that they see. V'chokhmat misken, and the chokhmat of someone, the hazi, he can't do what he says himself, bizuya. It doesn't just mean that it's bazui, that it gets embarrassed and degraded then. It's bazui later on, when all of his kids are walking around, the opposite of what he claims to be. And people start to wonder, and then they understand why. That really what's going on behind closed doors is not what everybody else is seeing. <coughs> May Hashem bless us to be tochoke baro, our insides like our outsides, and tochoke baro, the way we behave inside our houses, kibaro, the way we behave outside of our houses. Baruch Adonai Le'olam, Amen ve'amen.